Welcome everyone, we are about to begin. This is Hashem, Shalom Bayer, Shir, number 120. Saw um, beautifully um, explanations from the Yalkut and the Medrash on the Chet Mei Meriva, what, what it was, and from there to learn parallels in lessons in marriage, brought down in the Sefer called um, Beloved Companion by Rabbi Pesach Feinhandler. Uh, um, beautiful artist. So he says like this, he brings down the Yalkut. And the Yalkut writes in the Medrash that um, that the Moshe, the Taina Moshe Rabbeinu on the main Meriva was that he did not learn from Hagar. That Hagar was just one individual and she was exiled from Avram's house. And nevertheless, in the Schus of Avram Avinu, she was given ultimately a well of water. And that was B'schus Avram. And certainly, Klal Yisrael, they had S'chus Avais and S'chus Atayra and the S'chus of their mitzvah. For sure, they would have the S'chus of having the water. And even though Moshe was Chayshish, because he saw that they complained about the, the water and, you know, when they weren't behaving in the best behavior, and he felt that they lost their schus, but that was a toss because Saif Saif, even with their weaknesses, they had schus avais and their own schusim, and he shouldn't been he should have been maimon in their schus. So that was one thing the medrash says. A second thing the medrash says is that he was held accountable by complaining that he said oid ma'at yiskaluni, that they would stone me. In other words, he was done Yisrael. Not lekav schos, but lekav chayiv, and to the fact that he already said shemunah um, hamayrim, so it shows that he was not done lekav schos, and he assumed that they would be upset enough to stone him. Another reason it was as follows: that in Rafidim, Hashem told him to go in front of Klal Yisrael like a chazar sashatz, like a chazan that goes in front of the kahal in a shul in order to daven. And therefore, the Taina Moshe Rabbeinu was he should have daven. He should have daven for Klal Yisrael that they should have water instead of giving them Moser, or instead of hitting the rock. From all of this, you see that um, the Ebeshter could give them water, and um, it just needs tefillas, and it needs to be, in order to be done, the Kavzchus, and it needs a Muna. And with those things, they would have gotten the water. And by Nesuin, you need these three Midas as well. Number one, a Muna. A Muna Pshuta, that it's from Hashem, that this is this Zivig. And these Nesuinais, sometimes that you get from your husband or from your wife, is coming from Hashem. There's no reason to get upset or angry or Khalila to, 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 to do anything that's vengeful, or to speak Lashon Harach HaSashom on your wife or on your husband, um, but rather to do the will of Hashem and to remove that kas, whatever kas anger you have, covet Hashem. And uh, that's one lesson. And sometimes a person gets taivais from his wife or from her husband. And they need to be makatayv to their spouse for this. Sometimes, though, there's something held back where they don't get that particular taiva from their wife or husband, even though in their minds they were expecting it. And even so, a person should not get bent out of shape out of it, shouldn't complain about it. 
and realize that this too is from Hashem. And that she, his wife, or he, her husband, is just being the shliach Hashem, whether to give or not to give. And you that emunah and believing that helps, that, that you believe that what you're going to get, you'll get, and what you're not is not, comes from Hashem, because he's the bayre oilam and he's the manig, that really um, is a calming effect and enhances shalom bias by just having that amuna. And we discussed in previous shiurim that that's not a steer to Bechira. Because Megalgan Tzchus and so on and so forth doesn't take away the Bechira of it and each person has to try to give as much as possible. But ultimately, after everything is said and done, it's Menashemayim. And um, also there was a taina on Maish Rabbeinu why uh, he was not Nespaul for Kal Yisrael that they should get the water. And by Nesuin, that lesson is strong as well. That um, everything needs Hashlama, and Tvila is a tremendous tool. It's a matana. Tvila is a matana in and of itself because it connects you with with the Bayre Oilam. But the truth is, is also Tvila is Mamshech, tremendous, tremendous Hashbaas Taivais. And um, I heard once um, Rabbi Biederman, Zalgazun he said, he said this pertaining to Erev Ashkhaidah 7, when there was a, um, you know, there's a minute to say um, the tefillah of the Shalah, to ask for children and to ask for children that are healthy to be Yerei Shemayim and so on. And he said basically is that no tefillah goes to waste whatsoever. None. And he bring, brought down from the Chamsab Seifer how much he used to plead and beg from Hashem that he should have good children. And you see, the Chamsab Seifer, Shimon Seifer, came out of him, tremendous tzaddikim. And it came from koiches that were put in. And I think the, the father of our Belzer, the Belzer of Rebbe, I'm not sure which one it was, the name, and he said also there was not one tefillah that passed by, one Shemayna essay that he did not daven, that his son should be in Elech and healthy and so on. Zeymedach, you see from here the Koyach And that was the thing with Moshe should have davened by the Meimarivi, should have davened. But you see from here the, how precious tefillah is. And uh, Rabinman, I think he said in Maisa there that he was a story with a bunch of brothers. He knew the whole Mishpacha. He knew the whole mishpacha, and um, the brothers all were erlich good Eden. And then there was one brother that was not as um, sort of not as um, maybe not as bright or maybe not as gifted, not as talented. And um, nevertheless, through the course of the years, this uh, this this one brother became a tremendous godl betayra, and. Um, and basically, at one point, uh, um, you know, the, the, there was a discussion with, with the father about this, and, the, and basically it came out basically that with all the children, of course, they davened, but with this one, they were crying to Hashem, meaning because he, they felt he may have had less kishrayness or whatever it is, they were concerned, and they prayed and pleaded and cried to Hashem. Hashem listened to their tefillahs, and he became great. We'll talk about a different time in the near future of how that is also not a steer to Bechira, by the way. When you daven for your children that they should be Er L'chid and Yerei Shemayim. 
I, they have their own Bechira. Enochanami, they have their own Bechira. But nevertheless, you have the ability to daven Hashem, to help open their hearts so they should be more naite to be Beicher Betayv, that they should be more inclined to choose um, to choose the healthy choice. And by the way, this is something we're going to talk about Be'ezes Hashem in a, um, in a shir um, in the near future. I just want to mention it here now because it's very important. For all of you in that are married now that feel that they're alone in the marriage, meaning that they're putting in all the efforts and their husband or wife, the other one, is simply checked out, not interested, or is burnt out, or for whatever reason doesn't want to invest in the marriage. So you're the only one that wants to make the marriage work. And you're just tired because you're putting in your 100% and you're not getting any feedback or help because the, the other spouse is totally wants to walk away or is, or is not interested or whatever it is. And it could be very disheartening and very discouraging. But what you need to know is to a few things. One of them is, is that it's unbelievable and almost miraculous, but it is true of even if one of the two, ideally, of course, it should be they both working together, but if one decides they're checking out, they're not pulling away, but how much one person, one of the two, by their behaviors and by their tefillah and by everything they do, they could influence the relationship and it could turn in a real positive way. So that is number one. And number two is, is if you daven for that spouse that right now is not attentive or cold or distant or wants to leave the marriage and you want to preserve it. And um, your tefillahs have a tremendous power. Of course, ultimately, the Bechira is, uh, you know, there's Bechira. So, but, the, but at the same time, don't never underestimate the ability. You turn to Hashem. Hashem who made you, Hashem who made your spouse, and you ask Hashem to help that you don't have the ability to do it, but please have that your husband or your wife to open, that their heart should open and be willing to reconcile or work together. And and it's, it is unbelievable, based on experience from people that talk to couples, how much that helps and how much that ultimately softens the person and um, without them even realizing it, but Hashem puts it into their heart and they're willing to reconcile now and marriages are saved. So that's very, very important. So we discussed a lot of things over here and the lessons from the Meimariva. The one of them I'm going to repeat now is the idea that Moshe should daven for Klai Yisrael to provide the water for them. And also in a marriage, it's very important to daven for your spouse, to daven for your spouse, to open up their heart just like you want to open up your heart to reconcile or to work things out. Have a wonderful day.